It's your boy Tiggy Tim Mill here. Yeah, it's your boy Rocks a lot from the On the Rocks podcast. Stepping in for Sham God, as always, coming at you not live this Monday evening, but premiering. I am currently in Florida. This y'all, nigga, y'all could try to raid the crib if y'all want to. I got security on deck. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Piranhas and uh, sharks all through the house, so you know. There you go. It is what it is. Enjoying Disneyland as an adult. This should be interesting. Oh, man. Is it your first time going? No, no, no. I went as a child, so I got the pictures. Okay, okay. And I remember a little bit of Disneyland. So I was kind of like saying, why should we go for a five-year-old? But I He's guess have a blast, man. some five-year-olds really do remember um, Disneyland. He's going to have a lot of fun, bro. Like, it's going to be crazy. And the funniest part is going to be that the pictures are going to look like high-definition versions oh, of right, the last right. time you went to Disney World because right. y'all are all identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're turning into your father before our very eyes, my dude. <laughs> I got, um, I do have my child pictures, but they were actually, like, picture pictures. 
Right, right, right. Actual physical copy. Yeah, they tried like, to put it in like a developed. photo album. So I had right. mine in a photo album. The only right. thing I really remember from uh, Disney Disney World, Disneyland, I don't know. Which where did they which which one did they get in the fight in Cali? Was it Disneyland? I think the one in in uh, California is Disney World. I mean Disneyland, Disneyland and the one in yeah, Florida yeah. is Disney World. It's a real deal, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know Disney where they World. was fighting at, but they was fighting no, they, at the happiest place on yeah, earth. Yeah, they East were fighting. West. They were fighting in, <laughs> on West Coast at Disneyland, right. but no, nonetheless, right? And surprisingly, won't nobody's babies crying in the background. They were like, they were really rumbling. Nobody was screaming. Everybody was just standing there watching, like who won, win, what? Well, no matter how old you are, when you've seen your mama fight before, <laughs> it's no longer surprising. <laughs> oh, I told, I told Brenda that you I know, said Brenda. They probably do this at every barbecue function. Right. Like, this happens. Like, they fought at the, the first birthday party, the fifth birthday party, the kinder, the pre-K grad, graduation. Like, this shit happened to them. They just like, Lord, here we go. Yo, the lady got off the fat scooter and tried to do something and got <laughs> dropped, dog. <laughs> got dropped. I, I mean, the story is that the story is that she was spitting on people. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... You know, some people react differently to those situations. I mean, do you backhand a shorty for spitting on you? It was a, it was kind of like drawing down the office. Like, yeah, no. I mean, I personally I never, wouldn't do it. I'm never a proponent of violence to, to women in any circumstance whatsoever. However, people, you never know how people are going to react. One yeah. of the things that separates us from the animals is free will. That's what God gave us. And you never know what someone's going to do. So you don't want to provoke people when you don't know how they're going to respond. And unfortunately, this is what can happen. If a female spits on me, I'm just going to turn around and walk away. And depending on my level of pettiness at that moment, I might call the police or I might not. And just get a full um, assault and ruin their they life. Just a little bit. You know, I'm so proactive that I'm going to avoid the path that leads to being spat upon very early on in the process, man. This ain't happening to me, bro. This ain't happening to me. Like, it's not happening to me. Like, I'm not getting spit on. Like, <laughs> Bruh, you say the wrong smart thing out your mouth, and her response <laughs> is just a spit. Not even you're expecting a comeback or a rebuttal to your smart <laughs> remark, and all it is is spit. You're not going to be expecting that. Right. But in my, well, not in my experience, from what I've seen, most women only resort to spitting when they're being restrained. And I don't be putting my hands on women enough to be restraining them to where they spitting on me. This, Because, you know, you usually, gotta, like... You gotta stop watching reality TV, bro. True. I done seen somebody get... I done seen somebody get dropped by a punch and no words were said. Just shorty walked in, punched dude. Boop. Walk on right a reality out. show? Because usually no, them damn this is real, have... No, this is real life. Well, right, right, right. So I, I done I, watched my friend get his glasses slapped off his face like a smack this way smack that way glasses off his face and all he was doing was sitting back on the uh kitchen tall table. friend light-skinned friend tall just if you had to drop any descriptors just yeah, for me yeah, he might Maybe. do he might do another show with your boy but you know all right roll off mic then off yeah. mic so off mic all right so um but yeah no nah, um you know just all hubris man like i'm not getting spit on like it's yeah. not happening to me i'm not finding myself in these situations but you're not, not finding yourself in these situations, which is key right there. But, exactly. however, if you were in that situation, you can never say you won't get spit on. Because you could say the wrong thing and be like, that's why your shirt is untucked. And she could just turn around and spit on you. <laughs> right. This is facts. But no matter what happens, I'm not putting my hands on a woman for nothing. So, yeah, it's not even this is facts. It's it is very unfortunate it. if you get spit on. Because it's, it's it's unfortunate, but it's not enough to put me outside myself. Enough to put my hands on somebody. Yeah. It's a little spit. Yeah. wouldn't be the... 
first. You would have to have my hand, my my child in the headlock for me to throw an elbow in your face. Right, right. Who hasn't been spit on? So you know, I, ha- just, I, I haven't been things. spit on. <laughs> I've been everything so, else, but yet spit on, bro. Nah, like, so, so, so that being punched, said, kneed, elbowed. That being said, let's think about pistol. the kids. The kids, uh-huh. you know, the kids. You know, let's just oh, focus on just, the kids. Just random drool. Oh yeah, right. Okay, let's get back into the story. Okay. Right. That's right. what you're know, we're, <laughs> right, right, we're moving right, right. on. So yes, I will be in the fantastic land of Orlando. At right. Disney World on a Wednesday and on Friday, so we did the two-day hey. thing. We got to split it up for the children. Um, right, right. But yeah, we're doing this now for y'all. So short week, not really that much to talk about. Oh, let's rewind it back too, because I didn't do it last week. But okay. this week's intro was our girl. I am. Hey, I am. Shouts to you. I've been a fan since the first time I guest hosted and you put on, and I've been following you on Twitter. I've been seeing your journey. I'm looking forward to the music you dropping. Indoor. Shit was fire. Everybody mm-hmm. needs a ride or die chick like you. Trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> joint was definitely dope. She can sing, sing. That's all we keep on yeah, saying. She, can, she, she has, can sing, sing. She has talent. Like mm-hmm. she's really singing. Um, um, you're you're really putting these songs together. Shouts to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who who may or may not be helping you. I don't want to take any credit away from anybody. Yeah. But you and your team, if there is one, y'all are doing your thing. Like it, yeah. it, that's I really quality. I don't know stuff. if she's with a uh, Broken Hearts Music Group yet, which is they are they are super deep. And they're a okay. full full team. Really, I mean, that's the only probably people, the artists that we repost a lot on our page. It's coming okay. from them because they're always working and they're always tagging us and stuff that they're doing. Yeah, so, so that's dope. You know, I don't have no problem either putting it in our stories or actually posting it on our actual wall. But you can't do all of them because then it's like, it just looks like we're all in the same camp. Right, right, but, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah, but shout-outs shout to them, definitely. A lot of quality coming out of that camp, for yeah, real. No, absolutely. Uh, Dale just did a he's doing a bunch of videos like freestyles and stuff like that and he dropped the single too so shout out to him okay shout um, out to all the video content that's what's, that's dope i finally got to listen to these albums okay yo jaden smith's album is incredible dog it's a sonic journey right like he he touches you was not lying faces. about the pink right 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 and then he dropped he he gave us like a nerd sounding one Towards right the, towards the bottom like, end, and he gave us right. like a real acoustic singing one towards the bottom part too as well. He gave you a lot, and like, and the wild part is that he's so eclectic, and he yeah. obviously has so much range when it comes to the music. And he's on Twitter now talking about being an inventor yeah. and not even doing music anymore. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good at music, but I'm better at these ideas, son. Yeah, no, like, he you like that. I'm about to move on. He's you really good I mean? though. He's really really good. Yeah. Like there's yeah, no. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no way around it. Um. Oh, the oh. Okay. Oh three. Greedo. Travis Barker joint. Did you listen to it? I didn't get around to it, man. Bro, you know, it is not what you're expecting man. at all. Well, like, I mean, you, I wasn't expecting them to do a collaboration. So, I mean, what what what'd you think? No, it was dope because it was actually like trap music. It was. I thought it was gonna be like wild percussions and stuff like that. No, I think Travis. Barker, how do you how do you do trap music? Because trap music is distinct by its 808s, and he's a drummer. He can't do 808. That's what makes it even crazier. Okay, hold right. on. Let so, me play you. Let me play you something that's gonna throw a copyright on our joint real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you get, you gotta hear this intro. At least the intro real quick. I'll play like a quick 20 seconds of it. You wouldn't even expect. This, but then the way it drops. Yeah, so much work, keep waiting, think the scale off. Right? 
Hey. It's only seven songs. Y'all gotta listen to this joint. Or no, five songs. My bad. I'm already, I'm already right there with it. I'm already there. Five songs. Barker. I'm already on it. Yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all listen to, to Travis Barker's joint because I guess he must have made the beat or something because he's not rapping on it. Right. So I'm wondering. And he's not I'm on the drums. So he must have been I'm, just straight. I'm definitely intrigued. That that just that little snippet has me like, okay, yes. that's not what you were expecting right. at all. Like, right. not even a little bit. Right. Definitely expected just a more percussions and more of a drum influence. And so mm-hmm. when that beat dropped, I'm like, whoa, hold on, what is this? What is this? So yeah, I gotta check that out. I already got it queued up in title because I'm title gang. And then everybody else's was what I was expecting: Machine Gun Kelly, West Side Gun, Zoe Dollars, Devin the Dude. They all just sounded like themselves. Yeah, um, I mean, you know. They- Hey, just staying consistent, you know, doing what they do, feeding the fan base. You can't be mad at that. Now, the albums that are dropping tomorrow, though, uh, Big Crit, Crit is here. Hey, Crit, my guy, my motherfucking guy. I saw him at Rolling Loud a couple years ago. I don't know why Crit isn't a bigger artist. He's the Southern Kendrick. He's He's been out since, what, 2011, mm-hmm. 10 maybe even? Crit is is completely underrated. I can't wait to see what he does. I love his single this, he, that he got with Lil Wayne right now too. Addiction. This is how underrated he is. Uh, I've been in Charlotte for maybe six or seven years now, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. My computer just did something weird. Okay. Um, At least seven years because you got married in twelve. So. Yeah. So I would say probably year one, maybe year two. Uh, okay. Big Crit came down here to Fillmore, so 2013, maybe 2014, somewhere around there, and I got tickets to go see him in the Fillmore. Now, the Fillmore is one of those things where you just stand up. Like the Norva. Type of venue. Yeah, I've never been in the Norva, yo. Sounds like it, though. But yeah, no, you're right. It's actually like that. And um, f- he was the closing act, but yeah, he had, there was five Charlotte local acts that opened up for him. But there right. was like probably like 150, close to 200 people in there. Okay. So literally, imagine... You being able to get go to the bar at the back of the, the Norva. And then once you get your drink, you can just walk through everybody to get right to the stage. So I'm literally looking at Crit like this. Like, here's Crit, here's me. Damn. Right. That's crazy. Right, that is crazy. And this is like, he's he was nice, nice, though. Right, to think that he's come this far, you know what I mean? From like a couple hundred people in a room to, right. you know, being big Crit. Like, I saw him on stage in front of thousands of people. You know right. what I mean? Rocking. People right. know the words, like mosh pits. Right. Like... Crit is wild talented to me, man. Like right. he's super dope. But I don't you know, know what his... though. He got he's probably like one of those things where he got he has his little cult following or whatever. Right, right. But right. he just hasn't. Well, what's the joint that he did with um, Lil Wayne and Meg The Stallion? Was it? He got a single. Out. I don't know if it's Meg The Stallion, but he got a joint called Addiction with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With that's Lil Wayne. A, yeah. that's his radio joint right there. So, that's my uh, joint too. I yeah, fuck with that. Heavy. I like it. I like that song a lot. I don't. I can't remember if there's Meg The Stallion on there. I have to look it up. But um. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that that does something. Oh, it's got Saweetie on it. Oh yes, there you go, boom, boom, boom. Might as well like basically plug and play. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's all you need. I think Meg's the nicest out of that group, but yeah, you know, what I mean, same same Man, thing. Jermaine Dupree says something today talking about some the female artists now all talking about the same thing. All it is is strippers doing songs, and I'm like Jermaine, JD, my Relax. God. Man. Stop first of all, stop, first of all was, stop following these insta thoughts that are trying to rap because that's right, what's clouding right. your mind. And if you actually listen to like City Girls, pay attention, rats, right? Or Sweetie attention. or Meg or Cash Doll or Dreezy. I mean, the list freaking goes on. Uh, what's her name? Rhyme. Um, 
Rhapsody. Rhapsody, right. Meg's in college right now. Like, she's in college. You know what I mean? And like I said, as far as Meg's concerned, I don't want to be an apologist or not say an apologist, but a defender. Um, I don't want to stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. I think that she's going to make a turn. I think that right now she what she's doing is getting her the attention that she wants. But, like, if you listen to her talk, if you listen to what she's doing, mm-hmm. she's really, really smarter than what you might see if you weren't paying close attention to what she's doing in right. terms of how she dresses and dances. Yeah, yeah. So I think eventually she's going to hit the mainstream, and she's going to kind of take a turn away from that, and people are going to see the artist that she is. Right. But I think she's leading that pack of new female groups. I think Jermaine Dupri is really just missing the mark. I hope, I hope she don't lose that sound though because boy you could put her on a juicy jb and it's over ain't nobody seeing every her on that juicy joint. j joint that she do like i need a whole juicy j and meg the they, stallion they need take. to definitely do a collab please it sounds like she's clearly or she could do one with the sound. baby as well oh hey that would be nuts that would be nuts the baby mm-hmm. throw Dolph on that jank yep Juicy J, Meg Thee Stallion. I always want to put her from Memphis, though. I always want to put her in that Memphis picture, but she's from Houston. Houston, remember that stallion shit? That's that Texas shit. Even yeah. though a stallion's a male horse, but you know what? You 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 we, look we at Meg Thee Stallion, yeah. not confused. You like, know what I mean? In the words of Sham, she a stallion stallion. <laughs> Shouts to Sham, guy. Shouts to Sham. <laughs> um, also tomorrow, Birdman and Juvenile, just another gangster. You listening to that or not? Uh, I might, uh, you know, I mean, I might check the top track listing on titles. They, 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 they got a song that shows up on the homepage. I might click on it. Um, but actually, the joints they've done together haven't been terrible. Like Juvenile has not been terrible. In no, his Juvenile little... can still rap and put a song right. together. So... Juvenile still putting together dope songs, right. verses. So I don't know, you know, but Birdman attaching his name to it, it might be a Juvenile highlight project, and Birdman is just there to do ad libs and drop the occasional offbeat verse. Snoop Dogg is still making albums. I want to thank me. That's coming out tomorrow. You're welcome. What else is coming out? <clears throat> uh, Lil Duke, Blue Devil 2, tomorrow. Okay. Sounds I, like I'm, a North Carolina artist. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm interested. I'm going to listen to that one, too. Uh, All right. And that's pretty much for it for releases. When is freaking Port of Miami 2 coming out? When he gets some traction, my nigga? Like- <laughs> How much traction does he need? He's been killing every feature. Killing his, what features? His singles is the joint that he did with Drake, uh, the Swiss beat one that he just put out. Uh, he just put out two days ago. No traction, no, man. That, that's Gucci been out suit. for two. No Green, traction. Well, Green Gucci suit. I don't know why they ain't get no traction, but that's it was dope. That's, I fought with that. I but played that's, that a lot. that's what stopped him that whole year because he put out Green Gucci suit and it did, and nothing, it didn't do nothing, and he didn't yeah. do anything for the rest of the year. And the, I fought oh, with Green Gucci suit. And I keep on talking about you, Jeezy. Yes, you, Jeezy. You keep on playing with TM104, and all I keep on getting is inspirational quotes every day with the hashtag 104. And I ain't heard nothing. I've seen a lot, but I ain't heard nothing. You're really anticipating 104, though? Yes. Yes. Did you listen I mean, to Boston, kinda... George, and Diego? No, I didn't. <laughs> I know I heard good things about it, but I didn't check it out. Jeezy's been stuck in fourth gear for like six years to me, and I, I couldn't give it a chance, man. Listen to Boston, George, and Diego. All Your right. boy Jeezy is playing the part as Diego. That right there is a classic. All right, I'm making a note. I'm going to check it out. It I'm going to check a, it out for the sake cl- of the show. It's a classic. I can guarantee I to... to you. If he's talking the way he's talking on that, on 104, it might be better than 101. <laughs> all right man all right that's it i gotta put an asterisk next to it now 
You just here for the wild take. You like the, the Puerto Rican Skip Bayless of this I, shit I right now. I got to because one right, one hundred one was you could smell right, you man. could smell the kitchen, the <laughs> you could you could smell the burnt eye on the kitchen, but there's something about growth and the inspirational Stop. part of the growth, but putting it to dope fiend song format is gonna make it incredible. Okay, so shout out to Shotty Red for painting that soundscape on on one on one. Did so Shorty Red fuck? do one on one? Nah, Shorty Red did recession. I know the recession. very first song was Shorty Red. I know was the it? very first beat was Shorty Red. Yeah, man. Like no wonder that's a jump. classic because recession no. recession is a classic and one on one is a classic. One on recession doesn't get enough credit either. Recession when it dropped mid recession. So, so let's do this right. Think recession one on one. Had a baby and it was 104. You're telling me that wouldn't be the greatest? Oh, that, I mean that would be dope. Like if you, if he could, like he tapped into the economic vein of the country, at least for us at the time. Like the shit he was talking about, a need, song a said need a vacation, recession. Oh man, welcome back. Guess who back in the shining? Let me, let me on tell you niggas. something. I went and saw Jeezy in concert at the AT Homecoming because he was uh-huh. the the headliner, right? And I uh-huh. I told Chase, I said, yo. If he come out starting with um what's that Welcome trap back. all day, trap all night. Dang, I can't forget I can't why remember. Why this beat? Why I keep saying, yeah, I don't even know. Got court tomorrow. I don't even show. I don't need show. Oh, that's that joint. Oh man, don't be Oh, who that is what it's called. Who that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and said look, if um, he opened up with who that, I'm gonna lose it, right? That man came out with a damn leather vest on. And he started off with that joint. I literally was like, yo. And I smacked some girl's cell phone out their hand and it went like all the way down to the next row. That's wild. Shorty Red <laughs> definitely uh, produced the intro. Title gives you the credits yeah. of the song too. So I was able to pull oh, that Oh, so you are able to look it up? Okay. Look right, right. Fact Title. checking on the fly. I mean, it's, it's the superior service. I don't have my intern here yet. And so until I do, yo, um, I have to do it myself. Title has been the superior service until today when I tried to find Pee Wee Longway's classic mixtape um, Mr. Blue Eminem 2 hosted right, by but... DJ Drama himself and it was only on Dat Piff and then Dat Piff gave it to iTunes I mean hold you on. have to have two streaming services there's no way you could just deal with one All right, I mean, I'm, I'm a Spotify title kind of guy yeah I'm Spotify because I'm a Joe Button podcast supporter you know what I mean I'm a fan of the show yeah and so I'm Spotify for that and uh, title, of course, because title, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like regular shit, regular shit. No, no, title is very good with their content. But I could, I, if you content. if you could combine the recession and 101, I mean, come on, to man. That's like, mixing, that's like mixing cookie dough with cookies and cream. It's going to work. Okay? <laughs> it's going to work. Why haven't you done it yet? Why don't we just get this done? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But yeah, so by the time I come back, I'll have a full review for all of these albums because I have a lot of time on my hand. Oh, definitely. You're going to have some fun. So surprise, y'all. Hey! This week's featured artist is none other than the special guest host himself. <laughs> He's already been up here once, but we've never had somebody to critique themselves live. Oh, and I got a lot to say about myself. You always have a lot to say. Right, that was an alley <laughs> <laughs> So yes, this week's featured artist is none other than Rocks A Lot himself by hey. way of were you, which were you, Norfolk or Virginia Norfolk, Beach? Virginia. Now? Norfolk, I, mean, I know Virginia. you don't like repping Virginia Beach too much. No, it's not why. that I don't like repping it, but I live in Norfolk and that's the city I well, rep. Well, currently, you know I mean? but you're from 
Virginia Beach. Virginia Thank Beach. you. There you go. From Virginia South side. Beach. South side. Currently residing now in Norfolk. Right, right, right. <laughs> so our very I mean, own Rocks a Lot. What's this song? The first song of the evening. This one is called Koofy. It's going to be over your head, people. Right, and this is uh, from oh, the. Can, soon, can, soon. Can, you, can you just can you save it till after we play the song, and then we can go into detail? I mean, you know, it's your show, man. Run your house, man. Let's go. The look of love is in your eyes. So you can tell you already people with me. Yeah, I brought my people with me. Yeah, be black. Ready, set, go. Be black, be the name with the static flow. Pumping the static lyrics. Five, four, four, where I came from. Seven, five, where I reside. Gotta rely. Dog, say to be exact. I hate to call it that. Huh. And no R F O L K. Well, you might see them boys on MLK. But check it, I'll be that dude with that melanin dripping. Wood grain ripping, feeling climb that black. Just hit the blunt, sit the climb that height. But chill, grab a chill, something catastrophic happen. Dropping boulders that a soldier boy. He going too hard, get the Navy SEALs. Me and Rome on the same track, it's overkill. It's like night and day, Jacqueline high, meant to overload. You don't want to take this ride. All natural, no crib team flow. I wear a hard hat, cause she call me the drip team. Oh shit, black like a rabbit running over facts. Don't condone violence, but you bought the static. Block a block on your blocking shots. Calm, cool, and collect is how I like to stay. Get me out my curve, that it be a day. Let's cut through the hay and talk horse. See, life's about choice. Be black, yeah, he gorgeous. Lyrics, pure force. Yeah. So God brought my people, though. Let me get mine, though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like my raps, cause you don't like me. And I don't like your raps, cause I don't like you. Yeah. Niggas like my raps because I tell the truth. They only like your shit because you want it to. Look. I'm here to turn decibels to decimals. My karma in the commas. What I expect to do, everything's eventual. I'm evil, I'll feed you. Poison disguised as nutrition just for them green dudes. Is it evil to say I'm the best? Then shit on the rest. No joke or no jet. I snatch the hope out your chest and light a fire when the time is dire. Spit gasoline before I leave and drop a lighter. Rock a sire, rock a tire. Rock Mike's Bacardi nights, go get rock a squire. Fake niggas smoking spice and call it jambalaya. Say kumbaya to the rock that you expected. I'm not to be neglected or second. I might just grant your death wish See the evil manifesting Always right beneath the surface Please contest me Your ice grill turn rocks into Wayne Gretzky Flow like a jet ski I'm in the zone all alone Backwoods like a deer With his own pack of backwoods Buck like a deer And I ain't been homesick since my freshman year I never get clapped unless they motherfucking cheer Yo, big time, this baby bull This baby bull I was, I faced you in the beat battle yesterday <laughs> Made that beat eighth grade I'm the only guy to ever show up to a beat battle. The beat he made eight years ago. Yep. <laughs> Baby bowl. All right. That was the first Baby song Bull. of the evening. Koofy. Yeah, that was Koofy featuring my homeboy, King Koofy, a.k.a. D Black. Shouts to him for being on the first verse. He's a new artist coming out of Norfolk also. And he as uh, my homeboy. We real close, real cool. I appreciate him for featuring on that joint. That's from the uh, upcoming album, The Rose of Norfolk, and uh, mm. it features only Norfolk artists. And, okay. um, you know, it's basically the story of the city that I've uh, kind of adopted and the city that's embraced me. So I hope y'all rock with it. No, I definitely rock with that joint. I can already tell I've never heard that song before. I had a feeling <laughs> I've pretty much heard all of your catalog. Full disclosure, people, 
been a fan of this man's music since about 16. So whatever he do, I'm going to like it. Just like whatever 50 do, I'm going to like it. So I don't care if y'all yeah. like it or not like it, but yeah, I rock with it. I, I, I kind of shifted gears these last few years, and I've been I've been a lot more music in the tuck. You mm. know what I mean? And I've kind of taken a more, I don't want to say perfectionist, but I have kind of a vision. So it's been, it's harder to just throw Lucy's out there like I used to. So I've been holding yeah, on to Yeah, he would give us more. like four to five, six different rough drafts. I mean, Just you to know get the process. And the critique, yeah. I was Kanye before Kanye. You know, might put mm. out one version, tweak mm. it, put out another version. You know, how you like this one? Oh, you said you didn't like the vocals on that one. How do these sound? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, that's from the Rose of Norfolk album, man. That's gonna be basically uh, a love letter to the city of Norfolk. So, so what um, was the, what was the deal with this song? What was the premise of this song? That was just basically premiering and showing that Norfolk has a lot of premier lyricists out here. And mm-hmm. uh, my man King Kofi came. He got through. a great voice. Oh, he has one of the best rap voices in the world. We have mm-hmm. a few songs together, and I can't wait to get back in the booth with him. But uh, he has one of the best rap voices mm-hmm. ever. He has a really distinct style. He's Norfolk by way of Louisiana. So, okay. you know what I mean? So he has that both of those influences. Yeah, so yeah. he's definitely a Norview dude, but like I said, he's from Louisiana. So, man, I mean, he's he's a real dope artist. So shouts <laughs> to him. He's dropping music all the time. Uh, King Kufi on IG. Look him up. That's my guy. You know what I mean? Hope y'all well, rock shout with Shout out to the first song of the evening by our own. Sir Roxalot himself. Hey, double X's. You Shout know out mean? to King Koofy himself as well. Yeah, what's good? What's good, D Black? Always, always a homer. Seven five stand up. Always, all day, every day. Two up, two down. You know, whatever. it's where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's where I'm at. Right. You know what I mean? Got to. I might be out of town, but guarantee you, I'm still local. Still local. Another classic, by the way. Believe that. All hey, right. I don't even want to tell you where I was, but when I got that email to me and I smuggled those MP3s in <laughs> as only Rome, I'm the only nigga that could smuggle in some MP3s, my nigga, Yo. to listen to that tape. So you a legend in your own right, too. Don't sell yourself short. Ah, oh, man. Whatever. Up, yeah, the, man. up the street music. This man, <laughs> Yeezy, though. Oh, man, my guy. The my billionaire. Guy. When when did this turn? Because like, remember that one time he was going through it where he was saying he's broke, he's three, a, he's in rich people debt. It was three years ago, my nigga. It was like literally 2016 when he kind of had a meltdown a little bit, mm-hmm. and he was said he was 53 million dollars in debt, and they said yeah. he's on track to be worth a billion dollars soon. So do like you they, pay back Jay Z that 25 plus interest? <laughs> I hope that's already been taken care. Well, I hope you know Kim he's, took care of that when. I watched the uh, Forbes thing that he did. It was like eight minutes of him looking at his sneakers. I don't, did you watch right, that right. too? <laughs> right, you know, content king. So he, uh, <laughs> so he, well, he gets like hundred fifty million dollars this year. He uh, annually. That's what yeah, they said. Yeah. That that's what the sales are bringing in. Like that's wild to right. me, man. Like to be that successful in something you just decided to do to prove a point mm-hmm. is wild to me. Like Nike wouldn't let me design my own shoe. Right. They I'm gave glad me you said that. And now I'm about to be a billion dollar look at billionaire. How, look at how disrespectful Nike is well, or was to Ye. And right. Adidas was like, all right, cool. You don't want to do that? Then come on down here. And then you turn around and you have Nike pick up Colin Kaepernick. And right. Colin Kaepernick stops Nike from putting out that shoe. And then Nike stocks go up because Colin was the one that made the right decision for Nike as a brand. So if you don't do stuff, if you actually have the right people there that could tell you no, you might not want to do that. You might want to do this. It right, works right. out for everybody because you're not offending right. people and you're showing the consumer that you actually care about the brand and the culture and the people and we will support that. 
and you got to have the right people in the room when those decisions are being discussed right. so that you don't make the kind of mistakes where you're putting out sweaters that look like monkey faces and all kind of dumb shit. So, oh, yeah, man. definitely. I watched that Dapper Dan um, interview at the Breakfast Club today. There was a lot of gems of it. in it. Boy, there's a lot of gems in that. Um, I'm gonna buy his. I'm gonna part. buy his book because of that, and he definitely addressed that. But you know, right, right. It, it's very interesting. But, but I said the I said the the Colin thing to say that. Do you think Nike learned their lesson by letting Ye walk out the building, or they just didn't really care for what Ye was bringing? Yes, <laughs> yes. I think they learned their lesson. I think they were trying to stay away from Kanye when he was being more outspoken, more mm-hmm. controversial. Right. And they learned their lesson. They they didn't want to get their hand burned on the stove when they realized we got to be the stove. Yeah. And so that brought Colin Kaepernick in and said, now we are the heat. Right. We signed him. We standing next to him. We want all the smoke, literally. And they didn't want the smoke back when it was Kanye because it was like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Different time. Y'all got a black president, too. So you know I don't. I, mean? I don't know. Yes, that's a fact. Dang, that's a fact. I, yeah, that was a different time. Um, different time. I, I don't know if you know all the details to this, but how does Ye own a hundred percent of Yeezy but work with Adidas? I mean, it's probably a distribution deal, maybe like a music thing. Like, but Adidas they got to distrib- use it. They got. Well, he don't put any Adidas logo on the outside of the shoe. It might be a distribution but thing. But it's either on the inside or on the tongue. But you're all. I you're promise using you, Adidas but... is making money. <laughs> yeah, I want to know how though. If Forbes says he's getting 100, percent it has to be where it's a distribution thing. That's the only way artists are making 100 percent of their music where they have distribution deals. So like, Adidas is just putting them shoes in the right places. But maybe it's all easy. You know what I mean? You think it might be like a, like a um, what is it when they call you to give you your uh, your deal? What do they call it? Upfront money. Um. Advance? Yeah. So you think Adidas gave Yeezy his advance to get him out the debt that he's in? They recoup that first, and then they work out whatever deal they got on the back end? Possibly, but Adidas is in business with a lot of like celebrities more than their athletes. Yeah. So I'm sure they have all these kind of creative deals. Like, look at Pharrell and Pusha T and all these different people they signed to do deals with. So they have to have some kind of really unique structure for their contracts and how they distribute it. But if Forbes is walking around doing eight-minute videos and – 500 word essays on Kanye and saying he's making 100% of Yeezy, he's making 100% of Yeezy. If you, um, if y'all watch the, the Dapper Dan interview today on the Breakfast Club and then you watch the Forbes interview um, that they had, Dapper Dan, I'm surprised Dapper Dan and Ye have not collaborated yet because they're saying, they're trying to accomplish the exact same thing and they're saying it in two entirely different ways which Charlemagne kind of dug into to Dapper Dan, but Dapper mm-hmm. Dan like brought it all full circle. So Charlemagne was like, "Good, I'm glad you answered it that way because that's what I was looking for." So essentially, right. what Dapper Dan wants to do is go into the house, uh, like these little what, designer houses or whatever, okay. learn the process, then make his own. But of course, the same thing that Ye was complaining about, like I can't do this on my own. Y'all keep on saying I'm Ye. Y'all keep on saying I'm Dapper Dan. Like I know I'm huge to y'all. You don't here. have the answer, Sway. Right, y'all. Y'all say I'm huge here, but I want to be known worldwide. I just don't want to sell it here in in the United States. I want to sell it across the globe. I want the name to be like you know Louis everywhere, you know Gucci right. everywhere. That's what right. I want to be. And then Dapper Dan was saying, you know, I had 23 employees. I had a 2,000 square foot uh warehouse where we were printing up the where we're putting together the clothing and all that and they shut me down he was like i need the funds i need the help i need the money to make an actual big factory so we can distribute it which is exactly the same crazy thing that yay was saying and we're all looking at yay like he's crazy 
But that's what brings me back to his partnership with Adidas, that it has to be probably distribution. Yeah. Because if Dapper Dan saying his biggest problem was the distribution, so that's yeah. his partnership with Adidas. Right. Like I own all Yeezy, right. that don't make a dime off of this Yeezy shit. Right. But we pay you to distribute our shoes where you put your shoes at, so that it can be in the same spaces. Right. That's but what it sounds like to me. The key is both of them. The key was owning your stuff. 100%. Own your shit. Nipsey, Jay Z, yep. Dapper Dan, Kanye. Yep. Ownership. Yep. Ownership. LeBron. LeBron. Own your shit. That's own it, it, man. Yep. Yep. Don't sell your intellectual property. No, no, but but like I said, was I, was I with you the last show that we were talking about? I don't mind these partnerships. I don't mind you doing collaborations and partnerships with companies. Just don't let no. them have your um. Just don't yeah, give yeah, them yeah, your yeah. catalog. Like, oh right, no. we were having this conversation because you were like, that sounds like some type of weird three sixty deal. But I'm, yeah, but I was yeah, saying yeah. like, if they're the ones putting you in these venues, if they're the ones promoting your stuff, then yeah, they're gonna want a piece of your merch, your tour, like all that, which makes sense to me. But yeah, I mean, if they're if they're the one putting you in those positions, they're creating those opportunities. Then, right. right, that's an investment at that point. And you know, some artists really just want to be artists. They don't want to do none of that crap. This is like, I just want to make the music. Yeah, but then when they start trading the music for what you have to do to just be an artist, that's when the reality starts hitting. Right, you know? when you, you when just want to be artists, but you, you need start to get your getting, ass down to Breakfast Club. <laughs> when you start getting gifted a watch and a Porsche, but you ain't seen a check yet, you know. Right, right, right. When nothing's in your name, right. <laughs> Like here <laughs> like, you go, right, right. You're always staying in Airbnbs. <laughs> Something's wrong here. That's crazy. Yo. Read your paperwork, people. We, I'm gonna say that yeah. forever. I'm a. I probably will say that one time. Show just read your paperwork, yo. And hopefully, yeah. when MVC does partnerships and deals, we read our paperwork too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of looking at that you bag, never, <laughs> you can never have too much good advice, right? Because somebody will sell their soul, and I'm not gonna call out that person. <laughs> <laughs> Moving we already, on, we already had these group chat conversations. Like y'all gonna be mad at me because I'm gonna say no to everything. But <laughs> moving on, let's yeah. get into our second song of the evening on our All short right. week here. This one is called Millennial Music. Now right. I'm going to prejudge this song before even hearing it. Are you gonna let's be the go. old man shitting on the young kids in this? Sure. Just, like, why not? <laughs> Whatever makes you play the motherfucker. Let's say, yeah. Nah. Really, it's, we'll go ahead and play and I'll discuss All it right. afterwards. Let's Fuck get it. into the second song of the evening by our guy Rocks a Lot. Millennial Music. No, no. Yeah. I don't think you Let's go out to my red wing niggas. My Blackstone Magic Hollow niggas that fuck with your boy. I know of you niggas. My Green Run tweaking now Parkway niggas. Yeah. Rocks of life. Breathe easy. Take it all the way back. Those Brit Circle. Yeah. I used to think about this moment every single day And wrote about it for my freedom, never seen a day I got a dirty mind, now I'm trying to clean the way Can the man really change up his DNA? I let you know I ain't no crap shooter 
I'm cool as the black Buddha. Hands like Zab Judah, I'm freezing. My brother cooler, his weeds think like a sewer. I ain't with the play fighting. I used to clash with Titan, slap box and burst them hands like lightning. I'm in the hood, cause it's cheaper. I can cop Dutch's same place as sneakers. Yo, I know like five cheaters. All the baby daddy's cheaters. Tights pattern like a cheetah. We out here on her t-shirt. She prayed to black Jesus and never wrote a thesis. She was sweeter than confection. Didn't snip the fence, apply that heat like convection. She only got a year to get it right in this refreshment. She can't do no wrong in the Department of Corrections. I'm a beggar by some standards. With the blood of a king, clothes don't make the man. It's the love that you don't see the problems, I'm the penalties. I could write soliloquies that shit upon your little things. I hate you like my wisdom teeth. Your 16s is crack babies. My 16s pull an older black lady, doming the Mercedes. They think Jerome is crazy, but the next girl have his baby. It's gonna be the one he stay with till God pull up in his spaceship. Probably bumping my shit. Fuck being shy about it. My music all hubris, my modesty highly doubted. Your lifestyles, lifestyles, we don't feel nothing. I got rap on my back while y'all still front. Right, that was the second song of the evening, Millennial Music by our guy Rocks a Lot himself, and I was completely wrong about my yeah, analysis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's just good content, you know. That's good content. Uh, you know, that was basically uh, that's Millennial Music, another joint from the album The Rose of Norfolk, mm-hmm. and both of those songs are produced by my homeboy Pigpen. He's Pigpen out of Detroit, nice. Michigan. He's out of he's out of Detroit, Michigan. This dude is a genius. The whole Rose of Norfolk album is produced by Pigpen. He did all the beats on the album, so I'm really looking forward to dropping that. But that was millennial music, man. That was just bars. That was just a perspective. That was just a, a young millennial looking around at his surroundings and just describing it to y'all with mm-hmm. bars, basically. You know what I mean? On a fire ass beat. Like, yeah. I think that half the battle being a rapper at my stage is picking a dope beat and mm-hmm. Pigpen always has fire. So shout out to them. He have to, that was half the struggle. No, shout out to Pigpen for real, yo. He's, yeah, definitely. He's definitely dope as a producer. Shout out to you for that song. That was definitely fire as well. Two for two. Good job, Appreciate sir. It. Good job, sir. Look at you. I mean, I had to be. I was on the show. <laughs> Even though if you're not from the 7-5, you wouldn't have realized the first place that he shouted out was the beach. Then he went right, to Norfolk. Right. But then he went back to the beach. Why? Right, because it was basically my way of saying that, hey, this is a, a love letter to Norfolk, but I'm shouting out to where I came from, too, because these are sister cities. You know what I mean? Like, they're two sides of the same coin, in my opinion. So, yeah, they, uh, you know. all, all, the, all the cities are pretty much entwined until you start getting out to, like, Portsmouth and stuff. But Portsmouth kind of intertwined, too. But, like, the history of Virginia Beach and Norfolk specifically, there yeah. really are two mm-hmm. sides of the same coin on yeah. purpose in some ways. And yeah, so, yeah. like, I try to, like kind of tell that story in the music especially on that album like i kind of tell this because the history of norfolk is entwined with the birth of virginia beach literally so yeah that's a fact you know, not to get too deep in it right. it's hot beats and raps just worry about that <laughs> worry about the bars worry Don't about the bars it. it's just bars speaking of the bars your boy asap uh <laughs> hey yo that was that was quite the little segue there sir i am segue <laughs> king what can speaking i say speaking of bars <laughs> this man ASAP oh, Rock. Um Won't let me out How far I go Everybody that I've heard the, that goes over there that gets locked up for the stupidest of reasons should have been set an example of why you do not go to those places. 
hey, who knew that Sweden had fucked up prisons? <laughs> like, Sweden um, seems like an oasis. If you listen, if you listen to like Brilliant Idiots and stuff like that, uh, Andrew Schultz boy got locked up over there for for the same thing, fighting. Right. And it but took like, an act of God to freaking get him out and bring him back. It just seems like such an angelic white oasis of a place to think that like when you get locked up you're literally in inhumane conditions like i think they like you could probably eat off the ground in sweden if i'm not mistaken no i think that's norway you in ancient... is the only one that gives you like a condo or something like that when you get locked right. up right they throw you in a game of thrones prison and shit when right. you're famous right. god damn right god they don't damn. care about they don't care about you when you're over there uh just like you gotta think about freddie gibbs in australia i believe oh yeah like yeah. come on man like Hey, Freddie Gibbs almost he did, almost did not make it back for right. real. Like, right. It was almost a wrap for him. Right. Yeah, um, that was It's interesting that Joe said this. And I kinda agree with Joe. But then I also kinda agree with um Crystal about his comments that he made about the Black Lives Matter. And it don't matter to him because he's not faced with that situation. But then now is not a good time to bring that up. Because we're Listen, trying to bring him back home. It's not like he's going out saying, say, tell the people to tell them to save me. Here's my thing, bro. If it's not you today, it could be you tomorrow. I'm a you firm don't believer wanna, of karma. That's what I mean. Like, you don't want to be that guy that was glad it didn't happen to you. Like, we, and not even to be on no whatever shit, but fuck it. Black people, we cannot be divided. In mm-hmm. public, we just can't be divided. We mm-hmm. got to keep shit in house. I don't even know what that looks like, mm-hmm. but we can't be divided. We can't throw ASAP Rocky under the bus because three, six, seven years ago, he said some shit we didn't like about some shit that we cared about, right. and now he's in trouble, and we're going to take his... That's not... That's <laughs> it not can't it. work that way. No. That's a level of hypocrisy that people are going to use against us in a lot of ways. Like We right. can't be for us, by us, all that shit, but we didn't like what that nigga said. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech. Yeah. The reason we have to put up with KKK walking through the streets is because of that, but the reason ASAP Rocky can say dumb shit, but we can still be there for him when they throw him in a fucking ancient Game of Thrones prison, is freedom of speech. Like, So I'm not necessarily... If I had to pick a side, fuck it. I am on Joe's side. We need to rally behind. Like, he's a black dude locked, locked up in a up. white yeah, country like, overseas. Like, Who gives a fuck what he says? Up. Like, right. if this shit happened to Kodak Black, y'all be saying free Kodak Black. Nope. And Kodak Black has been through all kinds of controversial shit. Right, right. So don't pick one tweet, one statement from an interview to say we're going to say fuck that nigga. That's why, I mean, that might be why we can't get where we want to be right now. Because we're too busy splitting hairs about shit like that. And that's my two cents. Hey, man, I'm not following up with anything after that because that was well said. Hey, you know what I mean? Like I've had to, I, I do a podcast um, on the Rocks podcast where we, you know, I go on these rants. Um, I have to get better at promoting and marketing myself. Uh, as charismatic as I am in person, it doesn't come through on over the internet if you don't put it out there. So I'm working on that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You yeah. have to meet to like me. Okay. Hopefully, um, hopefully something happens soon. Yeah, shout out to him, free ASAP, man, for real. Like, fuck all the shit, fuck the dumb shit. Like, I didn't, we don't I didn't get to watch the video up. either, so I don't know how bad it was. But they keep on saying that he was uh, tried to avoid the whole entire situation. Bruh, and it was he was the victim of it. Shit, if it was America, literally, if it was America, the cops might have arrested the other kids, like, and sent them home. Or like, it was some yeah, yeah. bullshit. They were harassing people. They were harassing ASAP. Eventually, they got slung around. It wasn't like a violent beating. It was like some drunken shit where nobody was really connecting. It was like people mm-hmm. getting slung around. It was like a little commotion on the side of the street type shit. And like to lock him up for two weeks and no bail. That's yeah, nah, man. Like because like I tell like listen, 
it, it it's all fun and games until it's happening to you, until your ass is in Barbados or you're in Spain and all of a sudden you laugh too loud in front of somebody and you're locked up and yep. people are pulling up your tweets and saying, oh, yep. she didn't give a fuck about Spanish. It, it's happening to you. Yep. So it's easy to be self-righteous when you're sitting at home tweeting, but mm-hmm. until your ass is over in China and they don't want you to come the fuck home because you knocked over a vase or some shit. Like, right. no, nah, we got to chill on that shit, man, because you never know when, until it's you. You know what I mean? That's wild. It just makes you like, yo, if when y'all going out, like, even you gotta think about like the stuff happening in the Dominican Republic with the people, with the right. bars, like, just yo, do what y'all gotta do and get up out of there. Chill, man. This ain't the America of the '90s, man. We used to be, we used to be able to go around the world and just feel invincible. Like we mm-hmm. would just show up with American flags on our bags. Yeah. Now when you travel, you gotta almost hide the fact that you American. Right, because a lot country. of people hate Americans. This ain't those days, man. You got to move with a purpose when you out here in these city streets, man. Yeah. When you out here in these foreign passport streets, man. Shout out to the passport gang. Shit. Shout out to the passport gang. Shout out to our featured artist of the week. Hey, 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 hey. Shout out to the gang. I'll probably be in this chat right now because the kids will be asleep. Right, I'll be in the chat too. So shout out to everybody that's telling me that songs is fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put the spamming emojis and all that. Uh, yeah. As always. We're here. If y'all didn't catch the drop, the drop was definitely dope on Saturday's show. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'll be back next week because I'll be back on Sunday. So we'll be live next Monday. We didn't do a featured artist of the week new, per se, this week because we didn't want it to be unfair. We always want everybody to have the live show, the live critique, right. and all that, especially if it's their first time. Since Rox already did it one time, I threw, him, I, I threw him back under the fire just to see what would happen. And I got two exclusives out of it. Yeah, man. The Rose of North are coming soon. Shouts to Pigpen. Shouts to King Koofy. That dude, he's doing a lot of hot music. Look him up on IG, Twitter, and YouTube and all that, too. Yeah, man. Shout out to the gang. Um, after what we just said, stay dangerous. We out. <laughs>